We here. It's Don Chen's The Wolf Mentality Podcast. It's pretty damn lit. Uh, long Wolf. Guess who's back, 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 back again, again, again. Wolves are back. <laughs> Tell a friend. Wait, can't you beatbox? A little. I'm not going to like claim I'm good at beatboxing because I'm not, but I could do like a little. Like very, very simple. Nothing special. We should start a segment where we just like freestyle. Some people can do like the melodies like with their voice while they're beatboxing that's like next level shit but i used to watch all those videos on youtube when i was like 13 don't get me wrong <laughs> so so 13 year old josh could be i was probably better at beatboxing then than I am now. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back welcome back what up wolves don chen's josh josh was talking about possibly having a nickname Who's Do josh? Wanna, that's true <laughs> so are we committing to the nickname now jay boogie Jay Boogie, is that yeah, it? Yeah, and it's not self-proclaimed. I've been called that for years, ever since sophomore year of college. So I'm bringing that in. I don't know who Josh is anymore, but J- Josh is dead. <laughs> Jay Boogie's in. I'm still gonna. I'm not gonna address him as Jay Boogie, though. You know I, the new year, new me thing. It's it's for real. <laughs> new decade, new me. You should just. You should then just keep shortening it to like Boogs. Yeah, like bug, that, dude, Boogs. People, my friends do. Like some people call me Boogs. All right, yeah. we'll we'll workshop that. Yeah. All right. Uh, I always forget, so I'm gonna start Subscribe, it off. Rate, Subscribe, rate, review. Subscribe, rate, review. Share it with people, please. I I hate every podcast has a story. Please just do it. Just do it. Just do it. It's not that hard. Yeah. You're, to rate it on Apple, you just scroll to the bottom, hit the yeah. star all the way on the right. That's yeah, five it's, stars. It, it's 2020. It's time to start taking some initiative. Yeah, let's let's that, be proactive. Let's let's subscribe, rate, review. Start and share. the year off right and subscribe to my podcast. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right jay boogs yo how was it? i haven't seen you in like two weeks yeah it's well yeah it's been two weeks so we had christmas one week and then we had new year's the next week uh life's good man life's good i'm officially done law school i'm uh thank you thank you and i had like a five-day vacation and then i started bar preparation uh Two days after Christmas, I officially started the the program. So I've been in that for, what's that, like a little over a week now. And it's going good, man. I, I'm real regimented right now. So I, I like, like I missed being this regimented. I really like it. You know what I started doing? I started um, writing like to-do lists every single day. The night before, I'll write a to-do li- list for the next day. And crossing those fucking things off one by one is like, such a good feeling. You feel so productive. I'm a big list guy. Yeah. It just lists, like to-do lists. I When I was a kid, my mom used to make fun of me because I would just sit in my room and I'd have a notebook and I would just make random lists. Like I would just rank shit. Mm-hmm. Like I would rank, like I like WWE. I'd rank like wrestlers. I'd rank like who my there favorite players were. I would do shit like that all the time. That's like I'm sick. obsessed. I still do that. But I feel like with to-do lists, sometimes I get caught in the habit of all... Like I'll have a bunch of things and then I knock off a bunch, but they're all like the easy things that take like two seconds. <laughs> and then I like the major dude, who cares things. Though? I don't That's do the it. thing. It's like, yeah. dude, it gives you the positive emotion of productivity and it, it creates like a momentum 
for for doing more. You know That's what I mean? True. You got to take start with baby steps always. Dude, new gotta year crawl before you walk. New decade? Yeah, man. I wrote down uh yeah, just put in pen to paper though. Like there's something about it writing things down it makes it real, makes it tangible, you know what I mean? I I wrote down new year's goals and I wrote down decade goals. Damn, not decade goals? Because it's a new decade, bro. It's the roaring 20s, but not to be con- <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you're yeah. bringing that back. Everything cycles, like yeah. fashion cycles, yeah, the, the decade cycle. Not to be confused with resolutions, though. I don't fuck with resolutions. Wait, I fuck so with what goals. Goals, okay. Because resolutions are like, I don't know. It's like a resolutions, like a change in behavior, and that's like so volatile that fluctuates so much. A goal is like something tangible. It's like either you did it or you didn't. You know what I mean? It's there's. It, it's measurable. You can't really measure like a resolution. Like, oh, I'm going to start eating healthier. It's like, how do you measure that at the end of the year? It's like, did you do it? Well, I don't know. Some days I did it. Some days I didn't. But like a goal you can, that's, that's yeah. measurable. That's a know? good point because resolutions tend to be, they're not goals or habits. Right. And you end up making a list of resolutions of 20 things. You're not going right. to change 20 of your habits. Exactly. And, and it's, them, it just sets up for the classic, like the month of January, like you're real good. And then, you know, it, it just fades out. And then right. you even forgot that you made that resolution. We're like a goal kills two birds with one stone because in order to achieve the goal, you might have to alter the habits. You know what I mean? So it, it encompasses the, the behavior right. you change. Right, you still get the same out like result. You still have to do the same things to get that result. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Yeah, although I do hope that all the New Year's resolution fitness people at my gym, I hope they fail at their goals because yeah. I, I, I need my gym back. Dude, I'm feeling the same way <laughs> at jiu-jitsu, man. There's so many new faces. People going it's to jiu-jitsu, so really? So many new faces. You uh, just got to choke them out. You just got to tap them one this, by one. This one dude, <laughs> this, this one new dude was like his second class ever and I got matched up with him. And Did you work him? Dude, he was like... He was going so fucking hard, right? Like that pride thing when you first start jujitsu, it's like you're trying to muscle and like prove yourself. And you got like, to be the I, one I, who. Uh, I just like abused him the whole yeah. class. I felt sort of bad, but like he wanted smoke, man. He was he was <laughs> he was coming so hard at me. I'm like, all right, man, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you how it's done. But that's um, so funny. But yeah, a lot of new faces there. But yeah. Hopefully that. Yeah. I, I, same thing because the class was packed. So I'm hoping it. My problem with the people going to the gym, I actually don't mind when more. I mean, I do mind more people go, but you got to respect people. They want to go to the gym, oh, right? For it's sure. fine. No, but the I problem would, is they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Go and know. Like, go if you're going to go there and you're like, go with a plan. Yeah. Ha- have a plan. <laughs> I know what you mean. Attack it. Ex- execute yeah. the plan. Yes. Yes. They don't execute but, the plan. But we, uh, we, we fully encourage everyone to to get fit and go to the gym and you know. Unless We're, you're in my way, then, yeah, then yeah. stay home and be fat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's been good. Um, I actually joined the gym too. And I'm in, I'm really embarrassed just because I wanted to. You're embarrassed I, by joining a gym? No, I, I was gonna. I didn't finish my sentence, but oh, sorry, I wanted I to augment you. my jujitsu training with some some weight training just just to like continue to focus on like some strength and like just general body strength. So nothing fancy, but I'm embarrassed to say which gym I joined. If you say Planet Fitness, I'm, this podcast is done. <laughs> dude, 10 bucks a month, done. bro. 10 dude. Bu- 10 bucks a month, man. It's I, I'm not- no, I'm actually disgusted. I'm not even kidding. I'm disgusted. <laughs> dude, uh, this isn't a joke. I'm a little this disgusted. This is not a bit. I'm I, pissed. Trust me, it was, it was difficult to do it, but my logic no. was it's no. super convenient because it's very close to my apartment no. and very close to my school. 
where I'm studying and no. it's 10 bucks a month. No, no. commitment, man. It's that's, like, dude, that's dude. How, listen, any other oh. dude, I'm already paying 220 bucks a month to do jujitsu. Like I'm not joining a gym. That's I came, I came to look at even you. $50 a month. Like I'm not doing, it's to too much money. Side of me. All I, I dude, all I need is some dumbbells, some, no. fuck, that's it, dude. That's all I need. Listen, the reason it's cheap is because they like, they end up the, to make the same amount of money as other gyms. They have to get more people. It so has not ma- been crowded. I've, I've gone right, like five times already. They, it's never the, been crowded. Cause it's so cheap. So they bank on getting a lot of people to commit. Cause Oh, it's only $10 and most people don't go. And then mm. what they give people bagels, they give people pizza. They give people, I gotta tell you that I'm, I'm, I'm disgusted by the whole like judgment free zone. Judgment free zone. About. The alarm goes off. You try too hard. If girls yeah. look too good, they're like put clothes on. Yeah, hurting yeah. other people. No, I, trust me, man. It's it's not ideal. I, oh, I I'm dude. not proud, but like I just needed to get nah. some re- some like reps in on the side. Dude, just do prison workouts in your apartment. That's better. Yeah, but dude, it's, it's not the same, man. Like oh. I. I still, you know, I just need some dumbbells. I need, that's all I really I've had need. so much respect for you. Like you're, you did jujitsu and you're like man, such a I tough know, guy I now. Know, I know. And you're just throwing it all away. Yeah. The funny, one, one quick funny thing about it though is, uh, because it's so cheap, 10 bucks a month, like homeless people can even afford that. So <laughs> they use it to chill, to, to, no, to shower. That makes sense. Dude. I, there were homeless people in the locker room. First time I went, I was like, fuck, I got to get a lock. And you want to go to that gym? I mean, I haven't run into any using the equipment. I just ran into one homeless dude in the locker room. He seemed to be fine. He was chilling. I don't know. Dude, we're going to have a talk. Once the the mics go off, we're going to have a very serious talk. That's fine. That's fine. Bring it on. Very, very, very serious talk. It's better than not lifting at all. Mm, I don't even know if I can say that. <laughs> I don't even know if I can agree with that statement. Dude, I hate that. I hate that place. I have such a vendetta against that place. Just Dude, as- trust me. Same here. I've one of my friends uh, from back home used to belong there a long time ago, and I went as a guest like once, uh, and I was on the Smith machine, and like I racked it too loud, and a fucking alarm went off, and yeah, like a, alarms a, go off. a worker like ran over. I was like, "Excuse me." Uh, you can't slam the weights. If you do that again, we're going to have to ask you to leave. I'm like, bro, get the fuck out of here, man. I didn't slam any weights. I racked the Smith machine. Ever since then, I've had a vendetta against Planet Fitness too. But you pay them. You give them your money. What other gym is that cheap? None, tell because me. they're not as shitty. They're better. So tell me, dude, I did I not say I'm already paying 220 bucks a month to do jujitsu. I'm not trying to pay for a nice gym. All right. Speaking of slamming weights, happened this morning. I need to get off this plate of fitness things. We're gonna get in a fight, and, you're, and you know jujitsu, so you'll choke me out. Uh, this morning, I was at the gym, and there was an older woman, and she was using cables, and it was like one of those like W bar oh, attachment yeah, 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 things. Yeah, yeah. So you know when sometimes you're trying to rack, you're trying to do the cable, and the attachment you have on is too heavy. Mm-hmm. So if you take the if you take it out, it like yes. falls. So she yes. does that. It's like up top. She tries to change the weight. Just gets wrecked by this thing, and it drills her. I don't know if it hit her in the head or in the back. That falls to the ground. Oh, poor so lady. she's trying to. You said it's an old lady, older woman. Yeah, yeah. Oh. like at least seventy minimum. And she's trying. So she's. I could tell. And I was a little bit away. I could tell she was struggling trying to oh. reset it in the the cable thing. So I went over and I like took it off so I could put it up. She set it, and I'm like, oh, like yeah, it's just too heavy. She go, oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. So then she does two. I no joke. I walk away. She does two reps. I guess thought it was too light. 
does it again. Oh, <laughs> no. And I didn't Dude. help her. I was like, maybe it's yeah, just her it's, time. It's, I think it's yeah, just, it's, yeah, you're, she reached her time. This one you're going to have to learn on your own. <laughs> like, I literally ran over to save her, and then she just did it after two reps. She goes and does the same thing. Damn. So. Yeah, yeah, I hope she's okay. I hope she's not concussed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she needed a learning experience, you know. I don't think she learned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh well, man, poor lady. What else? Anything else happen? Um, over the break, not really, man. Pretty uneventful break. I'm, I'm like past the age of like having a bunch of presents under the Christmas tree. That doesn't exist anymore. And like because I. I do Christmas with my dad, not my mom. Uh, so like, I don't sleep at my dad's house on Christmas Eve. So I just show up in the morning. So I show up in the morning, take a look at the tree. There's not one present under the tree. Not that I was upset about it or anything. I was just kind of funny. I was like, damn, I'm getting old. That's what happens <laughs> when you get old. Does It never feels like Christmas anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a yeah. young person's game. I didn't do much over break either. I did. I had a sushi night with a bunch of my friends. That was cool. Nice. And then, uh, yeah, I did one Christmas party with uh, my buddies from back home. Uh, one holiday party with my mom's family. Christmas with my dad's family. And then straight back to New York. So quick back break. To the Windy City. Yeah, back, <laughs> back to the... Uh, uh, the whatchamacallit, when I was taking, we were driving to wherever we were going for a Christmas Eve, or it was actually, we celebrated Christmas Eve the Saturday before, but when we were going there, we were driving, my cousin picked me up from the train, we're driving through tolls, mm-hmm. and I got, I, we were just had, we got into this whole conversation about how expensive tolls are. Mm-hmm. I don't even understand how the government needs us <laughs> to pay taxes. Think about how much money <laughs> some for, of these tolls make. Well, because... Yeah, I see what you're saying, but I, I, I'm not positive, but I think it's because there are different entities that collect taxes for different things. So like the people who collect tolls from bridges is like, like maybe like a certain entity within the government and they use that for their own funding. So it's not like there's one universal pot of money and then it gets allocated in different places. Like, like the Ben Franklin bridge in Philly at, at the Delaware port authority, has jurisdiction over that bridge. So I think but how much money do they need? Some tolls are like, I'm, I, I'm what I'm saying lot. is like the tolls just fund the Delaware port authority. Yeah, But they need that much. Think about how many cars drive through some of these places. I don't, I will. Yeah. So $5 is very reasonable. And like, I'm not going to question a $5 toll over a bridge. Cause like, I don't know what type of maintenance a bridge needs, but I'm not trying to have a bridge collapse while I'm driving over it. So. <laughs> Is that true for a bridge? So, yeah, I'll pay a toll for a bridge. But yeah. $15 for a bridge, like these fucking New York City bridges, yeah, that's a little, are crazy. especially considering the volume of traffic that crosses every day. Right. They, it's like, dude, they're making a fortune. <laughs> yeah. Where's that money going? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Where does know. the money go? No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Where does the well, money but go? But your point on like, why does the government even need taxes? I think like your income tax goes to different parts of the government than I just those think they don't need that, mu- that much money. I think it's, no, I, agree. I think it's, I think it's crazy. A, amount I mean, it's like a, uh, is a monopoly. Is that the right term? Is it, where it's like, or no, what, what's the term where it's like, they don't have a choice. Like you don't have a choice, but if you want to go over the bridge, you have to pay that toll. Is there like an economic term for that? I don't know. I don't know. I studied but economics, but I, I it's basically like, yeah, it's like, they could make it any price they want. What are people not going to take the bridge? They got to get where they're going. You know what yeah. I mean? So they could charge whatever they want. It's a scam. It's control. Government has control over us. All right. What do you say? Anything else before we get into 
stuff. We had, you think, I feel like we don't have as much stuff as I would have thought for all the time we took off. I like knocked off a bunch of topics that I thought we were going to have. Um, um, oh, I'm sorry. I just read this and I need to say this. Dude, what is a think tank? I was, <laughs> I was, someone said, no, because you know what it was? There was some, I don't know if we talked about this. There was some story about, it was like uh, some woman made a statement that people were saying was like transphobic or something. Of course. Because she was saying there are two genders. So they're like, oh, she's transphobic. Something, something yeah. like that. And she got fired from her job. It was like a big story. Did uh-huh. we talk about this? No. Yeah. So it happened, I guess, while like we were off. Okay. And so I'm reading this article about how this woman got fired and it was, oh, and like JK Rowling was supported this woman. Everyone was like dumping on JK Rowling. Like <laughs> I used to read your books Boycott and like you ruined Harry my Potter. life. Yeah. Like fuck Boycott. Harry Potter. It's a transphobic prick. Like they were so mad. But then so, <laughs> so I was reading this article and they say this woman worked for a think tank. And I was like, what do think tanks do? And like, this isn't not like, right. I feel like there's a, there's a logical answer. Yeah. But like, what does a think tank, like what do they think? It's so funny because it induces like, like a vision of like people sitting in like some fucking Yeah, like in tank, a boardroom. Like, 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 yeah, like, what are they doing? Like, what if, what if like, are yeah. there just philosophers that yeah. sit in a little No, boardroom? but I think they're like scholars and like analysts and things like that. And they that, just think all day? That come up with solutions to problems and get paid for it by people who have those problems so i thought it was like a research thing well i guess that's part of it but i don't know it's like should i pull up a definition real quick maybe i was like i was i didn't look it up at the time i probably should have it's a simple google search so i could have figured it out <laughs> but i was just talking to my coworker. i think we talking about at work i was like dude what did like what is a think tank okay so i got a definition right. a think tank is a body of experts providing advice and ideas on a specific political or economic problem. Um, so you just make, they just think and have ideas. I have ideas. Let's start our own think tank. Why can't I start on my own think tank? Providing advice and ideas. It sounds a lot like uh, consultants. Yeah. Like, you know? <laughs> like what, what, what's special? I always thought a think tank was more techie than like, I don't know. <laughs> political or economic problems. That's interesting. Yeah, but they're saying they're, it, they're I don't think they're consultants because I don't think they're executing it. I think they just have the ideas and they're just, they're distributing it, the ideas. So you don't even do it. Here's an alternative definition. A think tank or policy institute is a research institute which performs research and advocacy concerning topics such as social policy, political strategy, economics, military, technology, and culture. That's more so what I thought. Okay. It's a research institute. Yeah. Do think tanks pay well? (laughs) (laughs) The average salary of a think tank is $47,136 a year. That seems so low. They're saying you're an yeah. expert in a senior certain field. analysts are typically paid eighty to two hundred grand a year. Oh, okay, that's good. so senior analysts. But think tank. How do you become part of a think tank? I want to. I think sounds like a sick job. Are they just? Is it like a fancy word for? I mean, I guess, it's a business entity, I guess. Right. I guess it's they, they or, must sell the research and like ideas they must and, like post job listings online and take applicants and right. Shit like that, just, right? You go into like a, a, a listen. Or do you, is it invite only? Is it like real exclusive? <laughs> it's like a, it's so, like the Illuminati. Yeah, right. <laughs> you have to like get initiated. Dude, imagine going to a party and like people you don't know and just like meeting someone. Like, yeah, I work for a think tank. 
I just like what like, I just don't even know what that means. And it's like, oh, I just yeah, we think ideas. Yeah. yeah, we think. I think. I think. I think I think. We should start a think tank. That's what I'm saying. We should start our own think tank. What would we research? That should have been like the name of the podcast. That would have been a good podcast, like podcast name. I wonder if that think exists. Tank? Something about like think tank in the name. I feel it's, like that'd be good. It's not we should workshop late. that and yeah. have a second podcast. We'll figure it out. We just think. All right. All right. All right. Stay tuned, guys. All right. Let's do this. <laughs> um, are you ready to get into current events? I think so. Or... All right. Well, let's get into it then. All right. So I started off with uh, the first one is this um, news about Adam Gase, Jets head coach, and this alleged burner account that he has and Twitter going crazy about it. Uh, what, what do you have for us on that? That, so it happened a little while ago. So I feel like it's a little bit of old news, but happened while we weren't here. And I, how much did you read into it? Did you like read the whole thing? I, yeah, I read a little bit. I just read, um, that it was like, people thought maybe it was his and then thought maybe it was this other journalist. And yeah. So it was like this, the, this, it was like a Twitter, it was like a typical, like like what you would think of a burner account, like no picture for the thing. Yeah. And all it did was just tweet like stuff, like overly supporting Adam Gase. Like he's the best. Mm-hmm. Like he, it was like, they kept repeating the same thing. It's it like what like, Kevin Durant did. Yeah. It was like that, but it was almost like they would just have like the same canned response to everyone. Like Adam okay. Gase would have a job in no time if, you know, he was yeah. on the jets, like stuff like that. And it was just like, Adam Gase is the best coach ever. And then eventually people started picking up that it was like this burner account. Well, I it, saw like they they checked out like when tweets were being fired off and like it never conflicted with practice or game time. Right. Or it was always, like it never conflicted yeah. with when they would be doing stuff. So people started speculating that it was Adam Gase. But it's, then, dude, and it, then this, this beat reporter, Manish Mehta, mm-hmm. like people, Jets, uh, like fans and like the front office hate this guy. Really? He's like notorious for. He like plants stories almost, and oh, just really? like he gets like vendettas against people. Like he'll have like a if he has a problem with somebody, mm-hmm. he very obviously is like trying to take that person down. Okay, like people just don't like him. Yeah, he's just kind of an yeah. asshole. So he was asking, like he was the guy when Adam Gase made that comment about saying like he, making almost making it seem like he didn't want Le'Veon Bell yeah. on the team. Yeah, I saw that. The, he was people were saying he wasn't actually like. The reason he got that way was because Manish Mehta asked a question and he hates Manish Mehta. Oh, really? And Manish Mehta was the one who wrote this article set claiming that he had a burner account. They were like, it's him or it's his family member or something. So he was yeah. like, fuck this guy. I don't want to answer his questions. So that's why he was being an asshole. So then Adam Gase, he asked, so that Manish Mehta asked him in a press conference. He's like, oh, and, uh, and this is after he wrote the article saying he had a burner account. He goes, yeah. oh, do you have a Twitter account? And he goes, no, do you? Oh, and Everyone was Maybe. making everyone was making fun of him like that's like a five year old response. Yeah, but then people started kind of connecting the dots, and there were like people who started speculating that it was Manish Mehta who planted it Jesus as a story. Christ, so he like people I forget the I, it was a, a few weeks ago. I'm forgetting the reasons why, and I should have reread it before we recorded. But he people the story was that they thought he started using that Twitter account to make it seem like it was Adam Gase to then give himself a story to then well, that's an elaborate make scheme, him look man. bad because they were saying he got access. He used to have more access than he does now. And his access is limited to the team. Mm-hmm. So people said he went from liking Adam Gase to hating him because of that. And th- 
that's why he would plant that story. So then the whole internet started going after Manish Mehta being like, you planted this story, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like you have the burner account. People are accusing him. But then people did the thing of you can like uh, try to get the email like the like, oh, I forgot my password. Like, all right, we sent it to this email. Oh, and they yeah. kind of like asterisk the name. But you can kind of see it uh-huh. so that people kind of like looked at the name of the email and try to figure out like who would have that email account. Yeah. And then they tracked it to an intern in the Jets PR department. It matched up with her. No name. way. Yeah. So then people thought that it was Adam Gase told the PR department to do that. Jesus. So I, all, all, all for what? For what? Just just to have one account on Twitter that was supporting him? I don't like, get why people do what, burner accounts. What's the accounts. need for that? Yeah, I don't get why people do burner accounts in the first place because what does that random Twitter account that nobody knows or has any influence whatsoever, exactly. like what, that's not going to, like that changes people's opinions yeah, on exactly. anything? Like what does or, it even do? Like engaging in like discussion on Twitter, like- what 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 is the advantage of of doing that versus if you didn't have the burn account and it didn't exist? Like, does it really put you at at some type of advantage? I don't know if it, I mean if you are you make, better off having you, no. If you want to make the argument that it makes you like it just feels good to let off some steam, like you can like say Dude, how you really feel, I guess. But I, even that doesn't make sense. There's a lot better ways to let off some steam. <laughs> like you're not going to sway public opinion with this random Twitter account exactly. with no followers, no picture. Nobody knows who it is. Just tweeting, like almost spamming people saying the same things over and over, defending you adamantly. Like I don't like so many people have done it. It was like Durant. Yeah. Now, whoever's responsible for this one, I, I think it's Adam Gase. Yeah. Uh, so if it's you uh, making a burner account, like hyping up yourself that's pathetic and if you're the journalist making a burner account planting it and that's then psycho tr- that's just but i kind of yeah. respect that because uh, i would way? never think to, i would never think that far ahead like, like that's i feel like that's creative create a, a burner way. account and then accuse that person of having his own burner account just f- to make stories you're oh, like inventing I, your own stories I just, I just remembered why they thought it was him is that illegal that's is that like uh No, because you're not pretending you're technically not pretending to be him outright. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not like blatantly saying f- I'm like this person. Dude, that 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 could potentially be some type of libel. It could be like slander, action. yeah. Or not slander, libel, libel, libel yeah, yeah. Libel. You're the lawyer, you gotta, you gotta teach me yeah, these terms. Libel's a written defamation, slander's spoken defamation, but Gotcha. Yeah. yeah but like probably. if it's it's something like if uh if it's if if you knowingly make false statements you know the statements are false and you do it like with malice then well that would definitely they, be the case if it was him then you're liable for well, libel what i was saying was the reason they people started speculating it was the beat reporter was because which is a typical way people fuck up their burner account was that the what do you mean fuck up their burner account so like when people do things that make them Get like exposed? if you tweet from the wrong account like you know people oh yeah like, they'll like do something that makes it obvious like yeah. oh you're using the wrong account so, so what happened it. was he like that account tweeted an article from manish meta quickly deleted it within like a minute people had a screenshot of it and <laughs> of then course. manish meta on his own account tweeted the article out with the same like text before the link. No way. Yeah. So then that's oh, when people dude, started thinking it was him. So then why do you think it's Adam Gase? That seems. But then wait. But then it was ridiculous, and this is just now stupid. But people were then saying, "What if Adam Gase was doing that <laughs> oh to make people think?" Of, I was like, "Dude, dude, if, if they're if that smart, they shouldn't be he, writers he, he or coaches." He is the current head coach of the Jets, Adam Gase. Yeah, 
He should be working at a think tank if he came up with that idea. He should be focusing on X's and O's and making his team fucking better. Well, he's man. a terrible Jets coach. Suck. He's a clown. <laughs> like remember when he first got hired and he looked like he was on crack yeah. during the press conference? <laughs> yeah, that yeah, was dude. funny. He's a, he's a fucking clown. And the best part is he was coaching Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill for years at the Dolphins and he was the head coach. Tannehill sucked the whole time. Yeah. Tannehill, first year on the Titans, he's like one yeah. of the best quarterbacks in the league all of a sudden yeah. and just beat the fucking Patriots. Yeah. So uh, Adam Gay's supposed to be a QB whisperer, but he's trash. But yeah. good thing I'm a Skins fan now, not a Jets well, fan. Well, I don't, I don't know if I have any theory as to who it is. I'm not even, I don't even need to deep dive into the theory as much. I just, I don't get the, the, pro, the point. Like people that want to do burner accounts just makes well, no sense to me, and it seems insecure, so common. Man. Like remember this, like, Calangelo, really insecure. the Sixers GM did that. Did he? Yeah. The Sixers GM did that too because he, he he was Wait, defending he was uh, defending himself for people making fun of his ties because he wore <laughs> he had or collars he had she had don't like, t- that's not why he created this no, but he was doing that but with the burner why. account the burner account was being like no his collars are a perfect size because he had like really tall like shirt oh collars oh my god yeah I don't really remember that too well vaguely but it was right before he left or something because he's yeah. not the GM anymore right yeah no yeah I'm pretty sure that was like a part that was like part of it or something uh, it's like common and I don't get why people do that. It doesn't accomplish. Dude, you it doesn't be, achieve anything. People get too sucked into the Twitter world, man. That's like the that's like entering the matrix and not not being able to find your way out. It's like you're that insecure of what everyone's fucking saying about you, so you think one random ass account supporting yeah, you like, is going to like change help? is going to sway public opinion. It's like, <laughs> dude, I should start my own burner account. We should. Yeah. I should start using a burner account and just like. Don Chances has the best podcast ever. Like, <laughs> he's, the, he's the goat. Everyone should subscribe. I subscribe to everything. Yeah. And then and then on the podcast, we'll talk about how you saw it on Twitter and accuse someone else out, <laughs> yeah. out there. Of, of dude, I think it. this is Tyler Carnavale. Man. I can see it being him. That's that's something he would think of. Though. That is something he would think of. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. That's the other thing, too, that makes me suspect if that's if it's a burner account at all because i don't know if any of those guys are smart enough to think of that that's next level thinking imagine if it's people planting oh it's like i'm gonna make a fake account to make people think it's somebody else like dude that's crazy yeah that's crazy Uh, it's it's crazy how easy like if it's the journalist like planting this and then accusing him of having uh, adam gase of having a burner account it's crazy how easy it's become for a journalist to like invent stories like think about a journalist in the 1940s what he would have to do to invent a story (laughs) well actually i can make the case that it was easier back then how well maybe easier to get if he just writes it and then Mm. like it's just word against word like i feel like there's more access to information now back then it was just the the writers and then that's it and then how could the player even get his word out there like, you'd have to go in front of the press. Like, the press controlled everything back in the day. I bet it was easier to plan stories back in the day. Uh, maybe. I think so. It was probably easier for police to plan evidence and put people, innocent people That's in jail. That's true, too. It was also probably easier for people to get away with crimes. Yeah. Everything was better back in the day. Yeah, man. Well, we got to go back to the real roaring 20s. I've, I've said that. Yeah. <laughs> nah, dude. I'm, I'm pumped for the 20s. I think the 20s are going to be a sick decade. You think? Why is that? Um... You just have good fe- good vibes Dude, or is have, there something? I just have good vibes, man. And also, like, I don't think the world is as bad of a place as it's made out to be in the media. I just I think I think it's the best time in human history to be alive. There's so much opportunity for people to do, what, you know, different things, whatever they want. And the only problem is that 
we're just aware of every single every single problem everywhere in the world that it seems like it's bad but there were so many more problems before this tech age and people just weren't aware of it because how could they be they're only aware of their immediate sphere of influence if you yeah, just focus a- on your immediate sphere of influence and which is if i were to write down a resolution this would have been it which i'm actively trying to do is just neglect what's outside my immediate sphere of influence and if you're able to do that like your life's going to seem pretty good like it's going to seem a lot better you know what i mean it's, that's why so. uh, we all have anxiety and depression now is because there's so yeah, many other things for us everyone to focus adopts on. the world's problems on their shoulders and it's like no, no one person can possibly bear that yeah. And we're, and yeah, it's like people are all sucked into whatever's going on in politics or in right. every, whatever is going on in the world. Although, I mean, there are some crazy things going on in the world no, that, like, are, that are worth worrying about. But no, for sure. But the don't, problem is it's like, yeah, I mean, nuclear weapons st- exist. So that's, yeah, that is something but people to don't stop about. at the big things. It like the big, there's like certain things that we should be concerned about. For yeah. example, the Australian fires right now, yeah. that's something to be concerned about. But then it's like, yeah. At some point, it's got to stop. Like you're, you can't worry about everything, and people will legit worry about everything, exactly. every possible issue that's exactly. going on. And and you know, it, the the way the that the world, the way that one person can make the world a better place is by starting with their immediate surroundings. Because you're not going to solve it's the tangible. world's, you're not going to solve the world's problems if you don't fix your own problems in your life or make things better in your own life. So, like, but imagine like. In the aggregate, if every single person focused on making their immediate surroundings better, the butterfly effect that that would create on a large scale. You know what I mean? I mean, that's the way to to fix the problems. Right. People have this idea that if you're not concerned about all the problems in the world, then you're kind of like an asshole. Like you don't like you're not a caring person. You're not. Oh, why you don't worry about others? But yeah. it's just. Dude, if you I need to if, focus on things you can control, like focusing on the micro can be better than the macro because right. the macro is just out of your control. Exactly. And it's bringing on anxiety and worry to you. And then you are no benefit in the micro. Exactly. So you're now providing no and, benefit to the world. And on top of that, if, if you put all your energy into worrying about like different problems in the world and put all your energy into fucking tweeting about shit all the time, you're inevitably going to n- neglect shit that could be made better in your own life. And by neglecting shit that could be made better in your own life, you're not, you're not making anything better. You know what I mean? That's you're not yeah, helping. Exactly. You're, and you're then, not helping anything. And it, you know, you can look at it different ways, but I, the way I look at it is like, if you're not making things better, you're making things worse. So it's like, you know, if you're neglecting your own shit and not improving your immediate surroundings, it's like, then you're not helping. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. People are too, it's like everyone's, either so i feel like everyone's either like not everyone people are very extremes they're either like super inward mm-hmm. that they can't focus on anything else and they're like two in their own heads yeah well that's a problem two in everything else yeah that they're not in their own head at all yeah. and they're they have no self-awareness of how much of a negative effect right like that like that awareness of everything else is affecting themselves right exactly yeah that that's also bad being like, so in your head that you, you know, you can't even function. But like what I mean, not, not going inward in a sense, like just going up into your head and thinking about shit all the time. I mean, going inward in a sense, like focus on your surroundings, focus on your life. Don't focus on what is happening out in the world that is completely out of your grasp because it's a futile effort and 
you're yeah, not, you're get, it's getting you nowhere but stress and anxiety. Exactly. <laughs> it's, the exactly. Thing, it's the only thing you end up doing it. And then you just project it towards other people. Exactly. And dude, speaking of being in your own head, that's one thing I've been saying a lot for myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's been my biggest issue. I don't know how long, but I feel like like work, like I'm very sedentary at work. Yeah. I'm sitting there. Like It's I'm, very I'm not, easy to just, yeah, your like, mind like work, start wandering. Works too... It's too. It's getting a little easier for me. Like I can mm-hmm. handle. I can handle it. It's not like overly stimulating mentally. I'm not stimulated physically at all when I'm there. I'm sitting. I don't even mm-hmm. have a standing desk anymore. Right. And then I end up getting. I have too. I have too much time to think. Yeah. And then that ends up like I feel like that creates a lot of anxiety. It's almost and it kind of circles back to people say it's like if you have some kind of issue or like if you're. I mean, now we're getting like extreme, but if you're like depressed, you have anxiety or something and you kind of like go away from the world and you kind of like go into your shell, that makes it worse, yeah. you know, cause there's just, you're just more and more in your head. I, and it perpetuates I, the issue. It's like, right. I feel my, I feel it happening to myself at work. That's just like, I have too much time to sit there and think mm-hmm. that I'm freaking myself out about everything for no reason. And right. it's like making it harder to break out of that funk that, which is why like the New Year's resolution thing. And we were saying, oh, like goals, better than resolutions. I agree. But that was one thing I'm trying. One of my things I'm trying to do is just to be more, one more present in general, but two mm-hmm. more, I need to ha- do like more things. Like I need to be more social. Like I yeah. get, you know, more energized being around other people. I need to go do things. Exactly. Like I need to, you know, there's a time to be home, have your alone time. There's a time to do work. You need to do that alone. But then yeah. there's times where you got to go out and like be present in the world and experience things and like, almost distract yourself 100%, from your own head. man. Well, that's what like, I, I like when I first started law school, I like developed almost like an addiction to like go, you know, just constantly thinking and like analyzing and reflecting, thinking it was like a good thing to be doing at the, you know, and it's not, it's, it's, uh, it, it's just like a, a vicious cycle where then like you can't get out of it and you're just going to get really anxious and everything like that. Whereas like you really have to focus on, being in your body and being present because that's where the satisfaction of life comes from. It's like engaging. You know what I mean? There's, right. you're, there's nothing, you're, you're not going to achieve anything by just like obsessively thinking about things all the time because like, and it, then it, it becomes like you're living in a fantasy world. You know what I mean? Right. You're, you're, you're sort of dissociated from reality and like, you know, that, that can be addicting. You know what I mean? I, I've, I've experienced it where it's almost addicting. Like I love doing it. And then I started realizing like, I'm starting to get some like social anxiety. Like what's going on here? Like I, I'm, I'm like in a social setting now. I'm like not used to this. I'm like, I, I'm like forgetting how to talk to people. You know what I mean? And it's, I started realizing like, holy shit, this is a problem. So I started working on, you know, being more in your body, being more engaged and present. Um, and, and that's where the satisfaction comes from. And I think like the one thing I realized is like why it can be addicting to like, go just like be in your head all the time and constantly thinking um, is because it's, you, you think, you think that's being smart. Like you think you're the smartest when you're like thinking really hard about something and it's not, (laughs) it's not true because being present and being engaged and letting like your instinct and your impulses and your emotions, letting them guide you. There's more wisdom in, in that than there, than your conscious thinking will ever have because that's what that's that's coming straight from your unconscious mind and that um like your instincts and your emotions and your impulses and if you think like 
if you, if you think about animals, like they don't spend any time thinking, you know what I mean? They're, they're living off of their instincts and look how wise their instincts are they're geared towards survival. Yeah, some of them, <laughs> but yes, you're yeah, right. but you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. It's like you're, there's more wisdom in, in your instincts and your emotions. They'll, they'll guide you. They'll tell you what you need to know better than your conscious thinking ever will. So that's, that's what I've been working on at least is like, all right, let me just be present. Let me, let me forget about the obsessive thinking and constantly trying to figure everything out with conscious thought because you're not going to get anywhere. It's just going to lead to frustration and anxiety. It's like, it's not, it's not the way to go. Yeah. I've had that problem for sure. Like the, like you were saying, like you feel smarter because you're thinking all the time. So I have that attitude a lot because I feel like, Oh, like I'm working on, like all these things, like the podcast and other stuff. Yeah. Like, so I got to be working and while everyone else is out, like they're just getting drunk and they're being dumb and like, I'm, I need to work. But then mm-hmm. it almost like slows me down and kind of what you were saying. It's like when you're, you're trying too hard to think it like doesn't come to me. Like that's something yeah. that happens to me. And I realize like when I always say when I'm more physically active, I come with my best ideas. Like my best ideas always happen in the gym for sure. And it's because dude. I'm not trying, I'm and not it just trying comes to think to you, of it. Right? It just happens. It just comes and to it's you. It's also like you're, uh, you're more observant. I haven't mm-hmm. even been saying, like I was saying to you before we recorded, like with a podcast, when I'm doing interviews. I'm trying to, I'm not reading my notes anymore. I'm trying to, like, yeah. I prep, I prepare, but then I'm in the moment. And when you're engaged in the conversation and you're not trying to, what's my next question? What's my next question? Mm-hmm. My natural next question without thinking, just based on instinct in the conversation ends up being way better. And le- like, think about even like what we're talking about right now. We didn't plan on talking about this and this is probably better than we were going to talk about. It's like, it's better to just be present and focused and like doing things. So I, that's like something, you know, it's like worth balancing. Like you need to be like, if you're just out like, Oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to get drunk. Like, cause it's better to do all those things. Like if you're doing that constantly, that's not going to help you. But yeah. if you're re- like reverting away from all those things, if yeah. you're trying to like shelter yourself from all that stuff, yeah. it's like nothing stimulating you. Nothing's happening. Like even exactly. like, again, podcast talk, I'm not going to have nothing to talk about if I'm not doing things like things need to yeah. happen for you to like know what's going on for things for, sure. for you to think of things like things, like ideas come to you and you, you know, Taoism, like that religion. Yes, Asia. yes, yes. That's like their philosophy is like the, you know, existence can basically be divided into order and chaos and the right, the ideal place for humans to live is on the line between order and chaos, that separates order and chaos. So you have one foot in order, one foot in chaos, because too much order, your life, it's almost like a tyrannical process. Your life is very boring and like uh, too regimented and, and you're not, you're not engaged enough to, to feel satisfaction and too much chaos is the other end of the spectrum is, you know, anxiety and, you know, instability and all sorts of things like that. And, you know, we can't function like that either. So the key and everyone's line is in a different place, but the key for everyone is to find where their line is between order and chaos and try and live their life on that line. And, and that's where you get the ultimate stimulation and the ultimate engagement and the ultimate curiosity. And you also get the order and stability that you need. So that's, that's, that, that's a good thing. To that's think. also a good point. How you said, uh, like everyone has a different line. Like you need to figure out where your line is. Like I always say, like, I think self-awareness is like one of the most important things. And I think yeah. that's important. Like, like for example, you mentioned Tyler before, like Tyler's line is much different than, <laughs> yeah. than our line, yeah. but it's like, dude needs yeah but he needs to figure out where his line is yeah. but like we all need to figure out where our line is and like you said yeah. like it's like you got to figure out what the right balance is 
for you. Like I've definitely been, and you probably feel like it. I bet you just feel like it though, but you have no choice with like studying for the bar. So like, yeah, you know, it's like now, all right, I got to study what I need to study. I got to focus when I need to focus because you have no choice. You need to mm. pass that test to literally do your fucking job. Right. But okay. Where you almost need to schedule it. Like I need to like find these times for me to do something physically stimulating, mentally stimulating to right. not be, because it's probably on your mind too. Like I, I feel like, you know, if it's something you're stressed about, if you have a test or, you know, a big interview, if you're thinking about it too much, it's yeah. like, you're, it's just like, you're going too deep. You got to like, all right, I need to get away from it and not think about it. And you'll probably come up. Right. You'll be more energized, right. more focused, more alert. Like yeah. I just feel like. And, and chaos shouldn't be confused with like the, the literal, in the literal sense, like chaos, like pandemonium. Chaos is like, you know, a, a place where you're being challenged, right? Where you're, you're sort of in unknown territory and you're being challenged. That, that's what I mean by chaos. That's, so like order is everything that's very comfortable, very easy and very structured. Um, and then chaos is, you know, where you're in unknown territory, metaphorically speaking, you're, right. you're, you're being challenged with something new that that's what chaos is. I'm, I'm not talking about like, go fucking participate in a riot. <laughs> oh, no, that's not what I mean. But yeah, order's it, like structure and control. It's like you like having right. or having order is having control over your environment. Right. Some familiarity, comfortability. Right. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, like you need some of that, but if you have too much of that, then you're not pushing yourself in right. any way, really. You're not, there's no, there's no room to grow if you're not in some kind of chaos. Discomfort. Yeah. Just some yeah. kind of discomfort, some kind of challenge. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That's finding that line. That's, that's the key. That was a great rant. That was a great rant. Anything else to add to it? I, think I don't know. It. I, I want to keep adding to it, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like maybe we'll just get into another one. Yeah. Um, all right. All right should, we, should we get into the next current event? Let's do the next topic thing. Yeah. All right. So, um, Oh yeah. So did you watch Ricky Gervais at the Dude, Golden Globes and his Rick, monologue in the beginning? The monologue Ricky Gervais did was awesome. Loved First of all, Ricky it. Gervais is like that. Like he hates people yeah. who act like they're woke and shit. So he just shits on those people. So he, I thought it was hilarious. Man. Yeah. He pretty much got up and was just like, Oh, uh, you know, like don't come up here and try to make a political statement. Just shut up. Accept your award. Dude, the, yeah. So that was what he did at the very end. He was, what did he, say? he was like, you don't know anything about the world. <laughs> You're in no position to give political statements. He's like, don't don't come up here give a political statement. Just come up here and accept your little award, okay? He's like, if ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he made the point. Did he didn't he say the thing about like you work you work for companies like Apple and Amazon, all these things like that, and Nike. Tim that Cook. They put Tim Cook on the camera. Right yeah, there, Tim yeah. Cook in your face. Mm -hmm. But it is. What's funny too is, well, one, I think people still did like get all preachy and shit. Like I think Joaquin Phoenix started talking about being a vegan. He started preaching veganism. Oh, did he? I think somebody else started freaking out about climate change. I want to say Jennifer Anderson. I'm not sure. So yeah, people still did that. Yeah. But I was also laughing. Like I wonder how many people planned on making something yeah. and then actually <laughs> and then, were like, fuck that, scrap yeah, it. Dude. Because they're like, Ricky Gervais is just going to dunk on me if I do that. He took preemptive measures, man. He's like, nah, don't even think and, about it. And I also love the, did you see the Harvey Weinstein thing? Um, he, he made in the very beginning, right? He made Wait, a, what did he say? Again? He made a reference about uh, it was talking about some other show, and he's like, and obviously the person didn't kill themselves because there's a season two, just like Harvey Weinstein didn't kill himself. And the no, uh, Jeffrey Epstein. 
Oh yeah, I saw Harvey Weinstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Just another scumbag. Another pedophile scumbag guy. I'm getting him yeah. mixed up. <laughs> well, I guess Harvey Weinstein's a pedophile, but he's a scumbag. But yeah, no, I did. But yeah, so he said the Jeffrey Epstein thing and kill himself, and then everyone started <laughs> groaning, and he's like, "Oh, shut up! Like he wasn't your best friend. Like, yeah. were you well, like sad you had to fly in your own private jet this time or something like that?" Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I I wish I could see more of the crowd's reactions because I bet you there were some like butt hurt people. That yeah, were like super were offended so by it. Like, oh my, that. what a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw some, wait, I saw some super funny thing too. Mm-hmm. Going back to Joaquin Phoenix, it was, he had his tuxedo made by Stella McCartney. It's a like a big designer, like expensive brand. Yeah. I think she's the daughter of Jesse McCartney. Okay. I think. And wait, Jesse McCartney, the fucking singer. Yeah. Yeah. He has a daughter. I think it was like old enough someone to re- have a someone fashion. related or Dude, something like that. Dude, he was like a fucking teen star when we were like preteens. There's no way he has a daughter no. that already has his own. Maybe we need to fact check. It's somebody related <laughs> to somebody McCartney? famous. Maybe Paul McCartney. Paul Did I say Jesse. Yeah, Paul McCartney. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was Paul say, McCartney's daughter. Paul, Mac- or Paul Jesse McCartney's McCartney daughter. sang that song "Beautiful Soul." Oh, that, that. that was sing my it for me. Oh, Sing dude, it for me. Don't put me on the spot. Sing it for me. I want you and your beautiful <laughs> soul. You're the one I want to chase. I don't You're know. the one I want to hold. I don't want another minute go to waste. I oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Guys, please forgive me. That was tough. That was I'm just good. getting, I got it. I'm I just getting over is. a cold. It That's wasn't it. my best performance. Paul but McCartney. yeah, my, uh, my sixth grade girlfriend, shout out. You know who you are if you're listening. Um, She's obviously listening. That, that was our song, Beautiful That's- Soul. I know we kissed I, so hard to that song. It was sick. I, I had a the only song I ever had that was like our song with a girl was my freshman year of high school. It was either eighth grade or freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. We would go to like the you know you've been Health Quest the gym in Flemington. Yeah, you yeah, went yeah. with us last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. They used to have dances there. And <laughs> like, what do you mean, like school? Oh, yeah, almost yeah, like yeah. a school dance in the gym, but it, but was, it wasn't a school dance. But it wasn't. It was, it was school. Related. Yeah, it was like the the YMCA used to have parties. Right, it was like that. So then I was parties. there one time. And this girl I had a crush on. And the first time we, I think it might be the first time I ever kissed a girl in my life. Was that, was that Health Quest dance? Yeah, it was fucking sick. And when we kissed, the song Forever by Chris Brown was playing. Oh, yeah. It's you and me moving mm-hmm. at the speed of light into eternity. <laughs> and I was like, was oh my God, this is our song. Because that was the only time I ever had a song with a girl. Yeah, that's how you feeling now. Yeah. That's romantic. That was romantic. Back in the day. Chris Chris Brown. Chris Brown very romantic. Wait, what were we talking about? Um, (laughs) Wait, what? Stella McCartney. Oh, no, the tuxedo. The tuxedo. So Joaquin Phoenix's tuxedo (laughs) was made by Stella McCartney. And they had some kind of post about like how great uh, Joaquin Phoenix is because he's committed to only wearing one tuxedo like for all award shows. Like one tuxedo for all award shows. Like what a great guy he is because he cares about the environment. Yeah. And people were just like dunking on him. Like, dude, you are so out of touch with reality that you that you think like I'm having such an impact on the world that I'm only wearing one tuxedo all year. Like, dude, 99.9% of people yeah. can only afford one, can't even afford a tuxedo. Yeah. And you have like this like, expensive ass brand. <laughs> like entire sovereign governments are dumping their country's toxic waste into oceans it's like <laughs> right. but your one tuxedo is really saving us super for. expensive tuxedo and you're like saving acting like you're saving the world and Stella McCartney's bragging about it it's like get over yourself <laughs> yeah dude those people so are so brave are, man they're so I love out when people touch. call people brave he's so brave 
Yeah, if you, if you, whoever, 90% of the time, people who are said to be brave really aren't brave. Yeah. Like, like, I feel like if you're actually, like, if you really are somebody who's brave, you're like a hero. People would be like, jump to the word hero. If they're saying you're brave, that's like the minor league word of it. And you're really like. The bravest people get no recognition, man. Yeah. They're, they're probably like in the military or like firefighters or shit like that. Yes, definitely. It's all yeah. the, all first responders, yeah. military. Yeah. They're the bravest people. Brave because he's wearing one <laughs> expensive ass <laughs> yeah, tuxedo like, oh, instead I- of three. I mean, not that anyone called him brave, so I shouldn't use that as an example, but you know what I mean. Yeah, like, people just love, like, although I, it is weird though, like with the award shows where, like, I agree with Ricky Gervais. It's like, these people are out of touch with reality. They should kind of just shut up. Yeah. But at the same time, I could see someone making the argument, oh, they have a platform and yeah. you know they could it's like a great opportunity well, I, to I agree with that to an extent like if someone has a platform and they can use it for like some social good like to a degree that's a good thing like I you look at LeBron James and like what he's done with his platform like nothing but respect to him but yeah when people are, are just trying to make like you know quick like one off politically charged do gooder statements it's like all right I think the problem is that they get preachy. You don't like, they shouldn't be preachy and saying like you, like we or you should do, should act this way or do this thing. It should just be, it should almost be like, unless you're actually doing something like Leonardo DiCaprio is doing shit with like the environment. LeBron is literally building schools for kids. You know what I mean? You need to be actionable. You know what I mean? Like I agree, but like, like Leo, for example, he does a lot of stuff for climate change, but then Leo could stand up there and be like, make a scene about climate change and be like something actionable, like go to this website, donate to this, like yeah. join. The, like, well, he did when he gave the Revenant speech at the, uh, the Oscars, however many years ago that was a couple years ago. He, he, that's what he talked about. Right. Exactly. Was, and I feel but like it was that's, good. that's, that's fair game. That's I, I fair like to game see that. Because you're act cause that's like you're pre you're preaching, you're trying to get a message across, but then you're trying to give people a message where they could directly act on it as opposed yeah. to, this is what I think you need to be like. Yeah. This is what you need but to do. You just sound like a preachy asshole. And yeah. you're when not you're getting, getting random people saying like, pray for Paris, pray for Brussels, pray right. for Australia. It's like, what does that even mean? Like, what do I do for Paris? Yeah. Like, it's, I don't know. Which actually, that... Like like, wow. like our next that uh, led in topic. Perfect. So not intentionally. Um, yeah, so speaking of praying for Australia, have you seen, and I know you have... <laughs> This Instagram model that raised a whole bunch of money for Australia. So she raised <laughs> a whole bunch of money. I think she, the last I checked, I think it was a million dollars. She raised a million dollars. I think, I don't know if she's technically a nude model or if she's just a model, but she's, she's like an IG model. So you, she's, she's not a nude model if she's an Instagram model because Instagram doesn't know. Yeah, but I wasn't nude. sure if she was a nude model that had like an Instagram account. Oh, was true. That okay. I wasn't sure, but maybe just an Instagram model. But, but she was, the article called her an Instagram model. So if that's okay. her so first, she's not technically nude, if that's her first line of work, then, uh, right. That's her main occupation. Yeah. So she's not a nude model. She's an Instagram model. Yeah. So she started offering people because they're a fire dude. Also, did you see like the map of where the fires are in Australia? It's just everywhere. Like yeah. it's not concentrated in one region or one spot. It's like the whole, like con- it's a continent. It's a whole yeah. continent. I don't even understand how that works. So like, how does it even happen? And then it rains. Is it mostly in rural areas? Like, well, because the thing about our Australia, Australia is like the size of the continental U.S. It's, yeah, it's fucking huge. massive. It's massive. Except the population is so small relative to its size, like compared right. to the U.S. So like, 
you know what's funny? Before before you were part of the podcast, me and Dan, we did an episode where we tried to giving each other facts. Like <laughs> we have like random facts, like, oh, like what are ridiculous facts you can give. Yeah. And one of Dan's facts was if you're in the center of Australia, the closest human to you is in the space is in like the satellite oh, I've the heard space that station before. than like someone in the How in the, the Australia. How nuts is um, that? That's crazy. That hasn't even possible. What, what is the what is the I don't know, but the international space. That's so is. far. It shouldn't be that. Yeah, high. I need to know this right but, now. But yeah, it's and even I saw okay. just yesterday that it rained there, and they said it was the first time it rained in Australia in like five months or something nuts. Yeah, I know it was crazy. like that. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like the hottest uh, season on record. Yeah, in, that's nuts. But I just don't get how it's the fires everywhere. Like it's just it's the it's everything. it's just wildfires. It's just, everything. Yeah, yeah. But so the but. It, you know what's interesting is there's, like, in nature, sometimes uh, wildfires are necessary for regrowth. Yeah. You know, like, um, like there are certain, like, I know there are certain forests, there are certain types of trees where uh, their seeds, like, the tree's seeds can't even be spread unless the trees burn down. So it's like, like, wildfires are, like, part of Earth's cycle of, like, shedding its skin and, and regrowing. Right, they happen you know to I mean? a certain degree, just not to this like magnitude. I yeah, guess. no, I mean it's definitely alarming, but there, sometimes, sometimes wildfires can can do some good in terms of like it, it's part of like the life cycle of a forest. I know that it's like replenishing the soil, and it's part of a cycle, and and everything grows back. But it is alarming to see like an entire continent yeah, on it's fire. It's crazy, it's, like a lot of things dying. But all right, we need to go back to whatever the main point was. The the Instagram. So, so she ra- she raised a million dollars by offering up nudes. So she said, if you donate, I forget how much you had to donate. If it was like ten bucks or something minimum. She had to like show proof you donated. She yeah. would send you your own nude picture. Yeah. She should have like made tiers of like. <laughs> of photos for for like size of donation. If you if you donate a hundred, put my head behind my legs yeah. and take a picture. Yeah. <laughs> like zero to fifty or one to fifty dollar donation gets you this much, or fifty to a hundred dollar gets you this type you of picture. You spread my legs, yeah. you a pony for, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what they do probably in their line of work for like can't webcam girls and stuff. That yeah. probably is what it is. Like you need like to donate more. Fork, to, fork to up more for more. Uh, yeah, that probably is what she did yeah. honestly. And it was probably pretty easy too because all she had to do was take like. 10 pictures and just cycled. It was like she was taking yeah, a different yeah, one for first. Sure. She's like, all right, let's take one of those. Yeah. Uh, but she, she had, uh, but then would you see what ended up happening with, uh, Instagram took her page down? Yeah. So I did see that. Yeah. Cause, but that's interesting because it's not like she was sending them through Instagram. Was she, or was I she? didn't look into why? Cause if she was sending nudes through Instagram, I could, I can understand how no, I think you should justified. be able to send it through the DMS of Instagram. You don't think you, you should can, be able can, to send it? On well, yeah, I don't know if it's a private message. I don't see why you shouldn't be allowed to send a nude picture. Does in, can Instagram monitor your DMs? I, I mean, yeah, I'm sure they sure. can for but sure. Like, that's that kind of seems fucked up. <laughs> yeah, <he's still> doing <laughs> dude, Zuckerberg's always watching. Yeah, that motherfucker. Yeah, dude, dude that's dude. typical Zuckerberg though. In but it, it yeah, and everything. But taking down her Instagram account, like, what did? I mean, they don't, they don't give a reason for that shit, right? They don't like... It's just she's doing something with nudity and they're probably just like, this is bad, take it down, even though she's raising millions of dollars. Meanwhile, Twitter has like straight porn on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter has like legit porn. Yeah. Just don't, Jack Dorsey does not care. Yeah. Like, that's fine. That's pretty sick. Yeah, which is pretty <laughs> sick. That's why Twitter's the best. Everyone needs to get on Twitter if you're not on um, Yeah. That's why Twitter left it up but she kept getting the donations. I actually think, though, that Instagram shutting down her account got her 
more like responses. Like yeah. I think it made the story get bigger too. And people, that's why people started picking it up and stuff like that. But yeah, um, that's an interesting way to do good though. She she apparently tweeted. So so her Instagram name, or I'm sorry, her Twitter name now is the Naked Philanthropist, dude. And she's gonna, she uh, is going to become uh, this huge yeah. influencer and get she's, so rich. She's off gonna of this write too. a book, a New yeah. York Times bestseller. Dude, that's a sick she, name. The naked, in, naked or nude? The the naked philanthropist. Naked philanthropist is a swag name. She that's tweeted, sick. "My IG got deactivated. My family disowned me, and the guy I like won't talk to me all because of that tweet. But fuck it, save the koalas." Dude, save the koalas. Dude, she's going to do this all the time now. She's just going to keep doing any philanthropic issue stuff. issue in the world. Yeah. Anything. She's just going to be like, I'll just send you nudes. And then she's going to... she the, She's going to start an enterprise and, and she's going to have to start taking a cut. She's going to save like the world. 50% goes to the, organ, to the charity. She's going to save the world. Maybe. I mean, have, did you see a picture of her? She's... She's I. She's, you know, she looks a little like Barbie. There's one picture where she looks a little more natural than others. She actually looks kind of pretty, but definitely some major fake boobies. And, uh, makes sense. I feel like that she drives looks, with She the, looks like a, one of those like real, really blonde, like Russian girls. I don't know. Is she American? I have no idea. Are you trying to say she's a Russian spy? This is actually Putin's doing. Oh, God. Everything's <laughs> Putin's doing. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. Seeing, I respect her. Big, seeing one of them. I don't know shouts. if I would. I you, would pay for it, but no, dude. I would just. Do, <laughs> that's what. That's actually is the dumbest thing though. Is like just donate. Like why yeah. do you? Why do you even need a nude, bro? Well, the internet gonna, exists. If, maybe if you're gonna make a donation anyway, like why not get a nude in the process? But like I don't know, like. Don't donate just because you want to see the nude. Definitely no, not I'm worth not, it. If, 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 like if you I, have an entire internet of naked bitches, you don't need. Right. To pay just to see that. But like, if, but if you were thinking if that of making you to donate though, that's good. I'm okay with you donating. If that's, if that's the only reason you're donating, cause it's better than not donating. Yeah. But it's silly because the internet exists. You don't need to right. pay money. Like for just anything. to see a nude. That's why you donate. Like that's kind of stupid. But if you're going to, do- <laughs> if you're going to donate anyway, I mean, you might as well get a nude out of I it. Guess. She's hot. Yeah. But I feel like <laughs> what would, what's the cool part about getting the nude is that it feels personal. Yeah. It's like, oh, I got the nude. Yeah, that's why like the basement dwelling creeps like pay for webcam girls. That's right. Like, so you feel like, oh, it's, it's just like, me getting this access. It's yeah. just me seeing the nude. But if she likes me, if you know she's, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like when you go to the like uh like guys falling in love with strippers. Like, oh, I think she really likes remember, me. Remember, <laughs> uh, remember Kip from Napoleon Dynamite? He's like, things are getting pretty serious. <laughs> Dude, that's a great movie. <laughs> Fucking weird ass movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. movie. When I first saw that movie, I didn't really understand it. Like, I thought it was funny, but I was like, what the fuck is this? I definitely think if I re- I haven't watched it in forever. I think yeah. if I watched it, my view would be much different. Because yeah. when you're, we were younger, I'd be like, oh, like, this is like stupid funny, but I feel like you would get it yeah. more watching it like now. Yeah. If you watched it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. It's probably still a stupid movie. But I'd watch it, but yeah, it's just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, should we should we move on in other news? I, I think we should wrap it up. We're an hour in. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I mean, the other ones weren't that. Oh wait, no, yeah, we just, just, just the last one. No, real quick. Last story. I yeah, just because one. it's it, it'll yeah, be it's short. It'll be short. Cool. Last story. So, uh, this fucking security footage caught on camera a 93 year old man in Las Vegas shooting his apartment manager with a fucking gun. 
because he was pissed off about water damage in his apartment. I, I'm definitely going to put the link in this because people need to watch Dude, the video. It's like if you watch the footage, it's fucking crazy. It's like this like legit old ass man, like hunched over, like <laughs> slowly walk walking into the fucking place. Pulling a fucking gun out of his, like a pistol, out of his, the inside of his jacket and shooting the dude first in the shoulder and then the dude fell to the ground and then was holding the gun pointing at him and then shot him in the leg. Like, holy shit. My theory is like, he's 93 years old and he's probably always like low key had some fantasies of, of murdering someone and was just like, you know what? Probably going to die soon. Fuck it. Let's just go out with a bang. <laughs> Might as well do it. Yeah. Wait. Well, I, I want to know what this feels like. Except he didn't. He didn't shoot to kill. Like he shot him he in, shot him in the leg, in the shoulder, twice. and the leg. Or was it in the leg? I both it was times? the leg twice. Either yeah. way, not in kill zone. So like, he wasn't shooting to kill. He just wanted to hurt the guy. See, my this is <laughs> teach me. him a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of theorizing a little bit. I'm kind of taking an educated guess of what happened. My theory is. I think we all fall into the trap of like, I don't like, you don't take old people seriously. You're like, oh, just yeah, some old guy. True. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Yep. Like, he's crazy. So he probably was bitching about the water in his apartment true. forever. The apartment manager's like, you know, like fucking jerking him around mm -hmm. and being an asshole and not taking care of the problem. Yeah. So he's like, all right, you're not going to take me seriously. You're yep. going to take me seriously now, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> just Dude, I, I, I don't want to go too long, but that just reminded me of like something that I truly believe. That I like the reason I like some Eastern cultures better is because they value old people so much more than young people, and I think our country values young people way too much. Yeah, but it's because way yeah. too much. But it's because young people young are the people biggest consumers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The biggest consumers of everything. But but yeah, just quick point: old people should be valued more, and because you know they're wiser. Yeah, I in think my opinion, and the, and young people are valued way too much. When you get like. I don't know. I think yeah. the problem is we like, yeah, young people are going to consumers. We control like media culture. You control all that stuff. And then yeah. on top of it, technology is moving so fast that I feel like only young people a, a while ago, everything was still on a level playing field because things weren't advancing fast enough that like an old, yeah. an older person's wisdom apply seemed like it applied much more Very because true. the times weren't so much different. Right. Like if you take an old person now, like when they were our age compared to what it's like now, it's almost night yeah, and day exactly. different exactly. that we almost subconsciously take them less seriously because we're like, oh, yeah. you don't even understand what's going on, which yeah. is probably partially true, but it still doesn't mean that. But I think they, they understand things about wisdom, how to yeah. live life better than we do because we don't, you know, collectively, we don't know how to live life. I mean, everyone's fucking obese. Everyone <laughs> has anxiety and depression. It's like, well, no one knows how, how, like the right way to live life, but like- the fuck the last generation right now that's that's very old i think they're the last generation that really understands how to live life yeah because they yeah they I, should be given more credit i i think but right because uh, also that yeah that generation too and even like probably our parents generation yeah would probably more so be the last because like they were outside like kids now yeah. are like you have a kid and you put the ipad in yeah. front of them you put them in front of the tv you do this like yeah. our parents always talked about like they were kids they would just yeah. leave and their parents wouldn't even give a shit when they left they would just leave and go back yeah, like exactly. now us and going forward we're like sheltered yeah i gotta have my mommy and daddy with me at all times like, well, i mean just like, just imagine like the idea of like when you're a little kid and your grandma or grandpa seems like this like old wise person that like knows everything and you can always like rely on and shit like that 
And then think about like when our generation is going to be grandparents and we're going to be like dugging with our grand, like teach, dude, I'm going to whip so our- hard at my grandkids. I'm going to do- <laughs> Uh, like like, I don't know. I don't know if collectively, if our generation is going to be able to fil- fulfill like the the wise grandparent role. That I, I don't know how it's possible. Like I don't. I actually think about this like dead ass. I don't know how my grandkids, even my just kids, are going to take me seriously <laughs> when I'm like playing the the oldies and it's, <laughs> it's like it's a future young thug song that's like half doesn't make sense and yeah. half is about lean and drugs yeah, and sex and guns and they're gonna be like oh like this is what you listen to like yeah this is sick and I'm, yeah i'm like really rocking in like the driver's seat trying to drive my kids like this is real music sonny uh, like, i don't know All right, but anyway back back to the the old guy who shot someone i mean that was a crazy video if you haven't seen it go check it out yeah. it's it's I'm, wild to i'm see. definitely putting that link in the I like your I like your theory a lot. He was just like, you don't take me seriously, motherfucker. Yeah. I think, <laughs> but that's definitely what happened because, dude, old people just, you don't take yeah. them seriously because you're like, shut up, old man. And they probably get so frustrated. Yeah, she's probably yeah. like, dude, F this guy. Can also get the water out of his apartment. There's water damage in his apartment. Yeah. Get it out of there. He and he's probably like, the, the legal system moves too slowly. I'm going to die before the, I get a fucking court order. I'm taking matters right. into my own hands. Dude, I think <laughs> he shouldn't be, he shouldn't even be jailed any, like, He's being charged with attempted murder. Uh, I don't think I don't think he attempted. He deliberately tried not to shoot him, like not to kill if, him. If he has money for a defense, like he could possibly ride out. He'll the, ride it out the, for sure. the case before he dies. That'd be so unnecessary. As long as he has money like for a, bail, that'd be so necessary to throw like a ninety-year-old man in jail. Like, what's the point of that? Exactly. <laughs> like, like they can't. Well, even- dude, I mean, honestly, if he's fucking walking into public places strapped, like maybe it is. <laughs> Maybe it is worth locking him up. Like he could still be a danger to society. Obviously, he's still a danger to society. Dude, it is gangster though. You have to watch the video if you haven't watched it. It is like out of a movie. He pulls it out of his shirt jacket. He but dude, it at the him. most gangster thing, and the 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 reason that I know he's not like some deranged, senile old man is because he purposely didn't shoot to kill. Like, he was purposely yeah. shooting in the leg. And shot. that's the most fucking gangster part about it. He's not some senile old man. He was straight gangster, like, just fucking, <laughs> yeah. like, blowing kneecaps off. <laughs> like, he had the first shot, and the guy was on the ground. He's, like, talking shit to him, like, yeah. standing over him. You want more, motherfucker? Bop. <laughs> bop, bop, bop. Dude, that was sick. I gotta get that guy's name. That guy's a oh, legend. Oh, man. Yeah. Free, what, we need to get, like, free. We gotta figure out his name and be, like, free, whatever his name is. What, what do you think? Is his, you think his name could be Rufus? <laughs> I don't know. That'd be sick, though. Or like, uh, I'm Team Rufus. I don't know. Uh, one can only hope. But he's wearing like the sick, like old man, like top hat thing. Yeah, dude. You know what I mean? I have one of those. Do you? Yeah, the old dude, man hat. Yeah. In solidarity, you got to yeah. start rocking it. Yeah, dude. <laughs> my guy. All right. Um, yeah, let's wrap this up, man. Let's wrap it up. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. We're back. 2020. The Wolves are taking over. Yeah, fucking subscribe buddy. it's the fucking year of the wolf i know chinese new year is coming up and it's the year of the rat fuck that noise it's the year of the fucking wolf it's a decade of the wolf let's go the decade of the wolf all right shouts out everyone share it with a friend thanks for listening we're back catch you next week don chen's and jay boogie we're let's out go. peace